So every two weeks, this guy shows up. He just comes waltzing in the studio like he owns the place. Martin Moore, sort of a how would you describe? Actually, how would you describe? I yourself? don't know that I waltzed in the studio. <laughs> I couldn't get my stupid Park Mobile app to work for That's the parking, right. so it was more of a brisk walk. It was a brisk walk, <laughs> and it's brisk outside. It's hey, I won't put it in the warm category. How would you describe yourself to people that don't know who you are? I am an eclectic mix of many uh, elements. decades, elements. You're an ambassador for the city. That, that I, Unofficial ambassador. Yeah. Well, Tech guy. Is there an official ambassador that I'm aware of? I don't think so. I don't know. Milverine? No, don't get me started on Milverine. <laughs> I'm a lot of things. Uh, I dabble in a lot of stuff. Travel, Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, tech, all kinds of all kinds of goodies. Video, photography. Video, photography. Got a YouTube channel, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, work for Cost Headphones. Remind I, me later, we'll, we'll shout out where you, where folks can find some of that great work. Absolutely. Now, I'm going to ask you a question unrelated to what we're going to talk about. Sure. You're going to spend the hour with the me. Which you yes. do, uh, huh? The answer is yes. You don't even know what the question is. <laughs> What's the right amount of Christmas trees? In one's house? Yes. I would say two is two. fine. We have one in our basement and one in our living room. So two levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you spend a lot of time in your... Is this a, something that we, you talked about previously? Uh-huh. Oh, boy. So here, are, are you an artificial or are you a real Tristan? I'm artificial. Guy? Okay. Now, did you know there's a gender gap on this? Women prefer artificial like 68% to 40-some percent. Really? Because they do all the work. They have to deal with the cleanup and all that stuff. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. But there is a gender gap between artificial and real. Really? I yes. never would have guessed. So what do most people in 2023 lean towards? The number? Yeah. Do you know? I, I don't. I, I could Google that. But, I mean, we had Joe from Atlanta. Has He has 20 trees in his residence. Now, he has On got, his property or yeah, in his actual house? In his house. 20 has, trees. He has a beautiful large home. They, there's a name for that or a word for that. Well, no, don't be mean. <laughs> we have seven. You have seven trees in your house? Well, let's be honest. My wife has seven. I just live there. Are they like little mini ones or big ones? Like six, they're, seven, no, eight all foot trees? No, at least five. Where do you put them? Each each room of the main, you know, we have three living rooms in the house sure. now. Sure, a couple so. in each bathroom. No, and... there's there's like two in one room. I think actually the living room has three. Okay. And then the family room has two, and the son room has like two or three. Do we decorate them all? Like well, to I, the I told the story, so... My wife has developed this technique. She she didn't create the technique, but all of the except for the large tree, which is probably seven plus, she keeps the ornaments on. She essentially saran wraps the tree. Ooh. We carefully take it downstairs, set it back on its stand, and it sits there in like a salute to Christmas all year long. Sure. And then we bring it back up, up the stairs carefully, and then she snips the saran wrap. It gently relaxes. Tree for Isn't half the fun and tradition decorating the tree? Well, we have the big tree that we do that. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, she has themed trees as well. Travel, each kid has a tree, uh, a packer's tree. Oh, so for like the kids, like all their ornaments from when they were like children. Exactly. All those really fun 70s and 80s (laughs) ornaments when you were a kid. Made out of paper plates and macaroni. Really creepy nowadays and are barely held together. Are Are you a big Christmas guy? Yeah, I love Christmas. is probably my favorite holiday. I would I would say right, so I, I really 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 enjoy Christmas. Why is that? It's I don't know. It's just I like the lights. I like the atmosphere. I like the 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 family. Uh, I'm a big fan of like Christmas starting like right after Thanksgiving and like just the whole month. I think that's up the right it. time to do it. Yeah, right. The this week whole, after Thanksgiving. This whole thing where people put their lights and their trees up before Halloween. 
that that ain't it. I'm sorry. See, that's I've, you can I've, you can drag me in the comments, but <laughs> I've done whole hours on why that's crazy and insane. But yeah, I, I really, really, really love love Christmas. It's just it's beautiful. Me and my wife will do like drives at night. We'll grab coffee or or something and and just go drive around, and look at the lights, and I like it. That is I'm, I'm a big fan. All right, one more Christmas tree question. See if you can answer it. Sure. How many trees in the White House? Oh God, uh, sixty four. Close, ninety eight. That's not close. <laughs> It's closer than five. <laughs> Ninety-eight trees. Ninety-eight Christmas trees. How many of those do you think the uh, the president or first lady decorated? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Well, I, I bet you one. One. They put an ornament on. Yeah. That's, Joe's a big Christmas guy. I bet you he. I so bet they, you he likes they, to get get in there and. They each get put dirty one in. ornament on so they can take a picture of him and put an right. ornament on. All right, which is a great segue to our first topic of conversation. Mm. Travel is a big thing during the holidays. It, it, hey, it is. So you answered a question. That I didn't really even think about as a question. Now I have, and you asked me. I think did you, I think you asked me if I ever lost luggage. Yeah. No, never have lost my luggage. I've had it delayed, mm-hmm. often where it had to be delivered to the hotel, but I never lost my luggage. Have you? No, I've not. Same thing. I've had it delayed, um, like a couple of days where we had to go pick it up at the airport, but never lost it. And it, it always it begged me the question: So what happens to? Our luggage when it gets lost. And I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either. I heard this on Apple News every morning um, when we, me and my wife get up. We listen to the Apple News. Uh, they have like a little eight-minute pocket. Just mm-hmm. the, everything that's up to date. And they brought this topic up, and I was like, ooh, I got to hit Steve with this because this is a good one. So let's tease it. So there is a place in our great country. Scottsboro, Alabama. Where all the stuff goes. Called the Unclaimed Baggage Store. I'm fascinated by this store. We're going to dig deep. And while you're out there listening in Radio Land, however you, however you consume us over the air, online, podcast, whatever, um, think about this. Have you ever lost luggage? Did you get it back? And if you didn't get it back, how was that, pr- that whole thing play out? I'm curious about that because I've never lost luggage where it was really, really lost. Never, never to, be, to be seen again. Yeah, now they have the, you know, the, what's the things they stick in luggage? Air tags. Air tags. Well, oh, those are some good stories we can get into, too. You, often your luggage takes a better trip than you took. Right. Around the world with my luggage. Right. Martin Moore, my guest for this hour. Join us, 855-616-1620. Have you ever lost your luggage? Tell us about that experience. And we'll tell you where all that lost luggage goes that is not claimed. And boy, the number's big. We'll get to that and more after this. Talking travel at the holiday time of year, which is now, and, and lost luggage. Uh, got some phone calls. So we teased it before the break. Two million pieces of lost luggage per year, Martin Moore, mm. I guess this hour, show up in Arizona. And this story is fascinating for a lot of... First of all, two million seems like a lot. It's 500,000 would be a lot, in my opinion. Two million? That's a bunch. That's like... Rhode Island and North Dakota. <laughs> first of all, put just, together. First of all, put a better ID, ID tag on your suitcase. Mm-hmm. Now, some people get away with this paper stuff. Don't do that. No, because once that falls off, there's no way of tracking who. Especially if there's nothing inside the suitcase that's Absolutely got your not. name on it. So don't do that. All my luggage has an air tag on in, in them if it, if it gets checked. You have any crazy stories? No, I've been. You know, for as much as me and my wife travel. I, other than uh, when our plane got hit when we were in Charlotte, North Carolina on the runway, I've only had luggage delayed. I have, don't really have any crazy, crazy luggage stories. So we'll tell you where all this stuff goes and what they do with it, but we've got a bunch of calls. Sandy from Stevens Point. Hi, Sandy. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. How are you doing? I am good on this Tuesday. So you have a lost luggage what? story for us? I do. 
do. Back in the early 80s, I was in Sarasota, and I checked my bags in at the bellhop outside the check-in. You know, when you walk into the airport, they stand out on the curb. Mm-hmm. And I remember the guy. He was about six foot five. He was a big dude. And I reiterated to him, please don't lose my luggage. Are you sure this is going to get there? Blah, blah. Well, guess what? I never got my luggage <laughs> ever again. <laughs> I think he took it home. I bet you he did. What was it? What was the most? Ex- what was the most expensive thing in that suitcase? Well, I had a nice camera, and Ooh. you know, back then you just stuffed everything in your in your luggage, oh. and um, I I filed a claim, and I believe I was paid about twelve hundred dollars, but it was crazy oh, that's that, good. and kind of creepy that I never got my luggage again. So yeah, I, well, like I, I said, I think the guy took it home. I think that's the case. So are you traveling during the holidays? I am not, but I am going to Florida in February. Mm. And you had a fantastic trip to Italy this this, this fall. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Sam, Sandy was on and our listener. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. We had fun. All right, have, have a great anyway. holiday and, and uh, Merry Christmas to yeah, you. Yeah, you too, Merry Christmas to you. Take care. Bye-bye. Sandy calling from Stevens, but she had a blast on the trip. Uh, Dick from Sheboygan Falls says he has plenty of lost luggage stories. Hi, Dick. Hi, Dick. Hi, uh, <laughs> uh, happy holidays. Yeah, to you uh, too. Yeah, I, I've been over to Europe over 150 times for my work. Wow. And uh, knock, knock on wood, I never lost my luggage going over, which was great because all my my clothes were in there and everything like that. But coming back, I've lost it a number of times. But we have a a limo service that was in, went from Sheboygan to Milwaukee. I don't know if they have it anymore, but um, they always delivered the uh, luggage right to my door. So, so what was? Uh, so did you ever it. lose it? Like never get it back, or did you always get it back at some no, point? No, I always got it back. I always got it back. Well, that's but, good. I didn't care if I. I didn't care if I lost it coming home, but the main thing was getting my luggage, my uh, good good clothes. I had to go to the office at in uh, Germany and France. Uh, <laughs> What'd you do for a living, Dick? What'd you do for a living? I work. I work for L&M and Shoe Company. Oh, oh wow. And I, That's I, a nice gig. I was in charge of the leather department, and we bought all our leather from Europe. So I went over there every month for 10 days and inspected the leather. You always had the so, best shoes of anybody walking you, around. How do you get a job like that? When you're in high school and they sit yeah. you down in senior year and your counselor says, what do you want to do for a living? <laughs> Saying I research and find leather for shoes is not at the top of a kid's yeah. list. Well, I, st- I started out at Allen Edmonds at a dollar ninety five an hour. Wow! wow. I, I worked my way up, and uh, I saw I saw the world. In how many years you worked so, for him? Forty five years. Wow. wow, Dick, that's an amazing story. Thanks for sharing that, Dick. Conference of Williamson Falls. Forty five, and they have tremendous shoes. Oh yeah. I, you got, I used to have a pair. I don't have any more. I, I need to. I need to re up. I've I've never owned a pair and probably never will. It's like it's like the Cadillac of shoes. Yeah. If people knew what I look like, uh, there's no way you could imagine me in a pair of shoes well, like that. I don't that. know that. They have some pretty cool styles. I think Not on right my wedding alley. day did I wear anything even remotely close. No? You're like a tennis shoes guy, right? <laughs> oh, God. I'm the least fashionable person on planet. Steve, I used to wear the same outfit seven days I know week, that. When you used to be on with me at Radio City, it was always the same damn thing. <laughs> yeah. You've upped your game a little bit. Was that you or your wife that suggested that? To change? Yeah. That was me. I, I started getting old wearing the same Coles, uh black V-necks and gray Nothing against Coles. All right, so let's tell the story. Yeah, the stuff right. sh- that goes to Arizona. Yes. Yeah, so, so you lose the about 2 million suitcases a year 
get lost in the United States. And all this stuff goes to a place in Scottsboro, Alabama called the Unclaimed Baggage Store. And basically, I think you have airlines have three months to try and like claim the luggage for somebody, try and find it and get it back to them. If they don't, um, you can get up to three thousand eight hundred dollars in reimbursement, which sounds bad. like a lot, but all you need is a MacBook in there or that's, some fancy yeah, pair of grand, shoes right? or something, and you can rip through that real quick. So anyways, all this stuff goes to this store, and this is not like some lost and found or, or some little thrift shop. I mean, this is a massive, massive department store with an electronic section, with a shoe section, and with racks of, of clothes, all, you know, small, medium, large. I mean, it's it's a full-blown store. And there's some people that have gotten some crazy deals in there. Uh, one of the most expensive items that ever sold was in 2014. It was a platinum Rolex that was appraised at $64,000. Someone like, Why got would it, you put that in your luggage? Right? Someone got it for $32,000, so half price. That's still a chunk of change. Um, they, they found crazy things, a centuries-old violin, <laughs> Egyptian artifacts. Uh, they once found an F-14 Tomcat guidance system. Very specific. I, I don't know about you, but I've never traveled with an F-14 Tomcat <laughs> guidance system. But so anyways, th- your stuff goes to this this store, and so it sort of begs the question, like, is is that one is thirty eight hundred dollars enough reimbursement for a big old piece of, of luggage? Do you think do do the listeners think that they put in three, four grand worth of at the most and you know, I tend to pack lighter mm-hmm. at the most a thousand dollars. Do you ever put do you are do your valuables always go in a check bag or or a carry on or a backpack or something? Yeah. So you would never put a computer or no, no. what about expensive pair of shoes? Shoes, or yeah, suit but coat I mean, or something like that. Even my my expensive shoes are like maybe a hundred bucks. Because uh, I mean, okay, so let's say you go to Italy for how long did you guys go to Italy for for the ten days? Ten days. That's a, I mean, that's a lot of pairs of pants and shirts and shoes. Still not and that socks. much. You don't think so? No, not thirty eight hundred. Okay. Now some people. What about know, the cost of the luggage itself too? Yeah, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Okay. I don't. I don't go high end. So know? you don't have a Louis Vuitton. I never understood <laughs> that. I used to travel like almost all the time. Yeah. Getting expensive suitcases is dumb because they beat the you know what out. Oh yeah. Of them. Oh, so I, why I, would you want to do that? Right. So I buy good brands that are durable. Sure. Uh, I tend to stay away from the shiny ones. I get the the, the softer ones, but still they have a they have a hard thing a shell behind them. Yes. So they can get scuffed up all they want. They're not gonna. They don't lose their integrity. Yes. So do you think this is a good idea for the airlines to sort of recoup some of the costs of sure. the? Do you think they come out ahead? No. You don't think so? For all the trouble they have to go through, no. Because I, I, the one time that I, I had it delayed, they had to track me down, find my hotel, and I don't even know how they found it out. And then they came to my hotel, and I had to come down and claim the the baggage. Okay, two suitcases. That's probably that's a probably a chunk of change. To I just... also had this happen. Delayed again in Vegas, shows up hours later. All of our bags, and we had my wife and I and our my two daughters. This is in the two thousands, early two thousands. And there's an extra bag, not ours. <laughs> I like. There was no, no idea. Ima- imagine it. not getting someone their luggage twice. <laughs> so I opened this thing up, not realizing it's not ours, mm-hmm. and there's like someone else's clothes in there. So I had to take it back. I had to contact it. It was like a nightmare. 855-616-1620 if you have a lost baggage, lost whatever uh, I would love to hear from the listeners who have lost luggage. What what did they have in it? Was there anything expensive, Any, yeah. anything worth more than 3800 bucks? And some of the odd things, I mean, like you said, museum stuff. Egyptian artifacts. One, how does somebody get that? Two, wh- wh- why are that you putting something that valuable in 
in your in your well, luggage? I think the answer is they can't openly carry it because it raised questions, so they try to hide mm. it in their luggage. I imagine here's the other thing. I don't know if the story mentions it or not. Drugs oh, has yeah. to be has to be a part of this. Oh, for sure. People sneaking stuff, making it look like regular you, drugs. One of my favorite Instagram accounts is the TSA. If you don't follow it, go on there right now and follow it. They literally post on the hour all the weird stuff that they confiscate from people. I'm telling you, this this account is TSA. A, it, TSA. It's one of the best, if not the best, Instagram account. Take a break here. Martin Moore and Steve on this Tuesday, 855-616-1620. See the phone lines heating up. Lost luggage stories. We've got a couple other stories we're going to get to as well. Cyber Monday wrapping mm. up. Did you buy something on Cyber Monday? I didn't, but boy, was I shopping. And I got <laughs> I got uh, my top three, four weirdest deals oh. and items uh, uh, that I that I found on the old Amazon search. We'll get to that in the next half hour. Martin Moore and Steve on this Tuesday on WTMJ Now. Have you ever lost luggage and have a good story to tell? A lot of folks calling in. Here's a quick one on the text line from the 262. My luggage got lost on the way to Miami. I got it back four days later and had to, but had to drive to Fort Lauderdale to pick it up, Oof. which is a drive. It was a duffel bag and was soaked all the way through like it had been dropped in the ocean. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't get any conversation for the whole ordeal. Thanks, American Airlines. Ooh. Are you serious? Not yeah. even a little gas money? I would have followed up on that. That seems yeah. crazy. To the phone lines we go. Jim from Slinger is calling. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, so recently uh, took a triple lifetime to play uh, St. Andrews in uh, Scotland. It mm. was just unbelievably amazing. But I uh, had a secondary portion of the vacation where I uh, was meeting the remainder of my family in Portugal and then we were going to drive to Seville, which is in Spain, about five hours away. Well, in the transfer from going from Scotland, I needed to have a layover at Heathrow, and British Airways lost my golf clubs. Oh, no, no. So That's the like... only way to get them back to me was to our original hotel just outside of Lisbon, five hours away from our normal oh. stay in Seville. So what we needed to do was cut our vacation short, drive all the way back to Lisbon, grab the golf clubs. I contacted British Airways about 20 times, and also uh, both of our lovely state senators, Ms. Baldwin and Mr. Ron Johnson. Ms. Baldwin was the only one to respond back to me to assist with anything, but oh, nice. British Airways was still declining to pay out at all. Don't use British Airways. Oh, mm. man, losing your golf as a, as a golfer. You got, you got your clubs back eventually, right? I, I did get the clubs good, back, good. yes, but the problem was, uh, we had tea times yeah, yeah. or mm. two other places, one just outside of Lisbon, uh, where they actually had the European Masters, and I had to cancel that. Of course, that was a prepaid round, and yeah. So, That's heartbreaking. Yeah, British Airways sucks. Don't hey, use them. Hey, Jim, <laughs> uh, just real quick, because I'm, I'm trying to talk Rose Gray into doing mm-hmm. a golf trip to uh, to uh, Ireland and potentially Scotland. Uh, the St. Andrews experience, worth it? Yes. Yeah? 100%. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we actually stayed... Um, Right on one of the main drags, like adjacent to the golf course, we were walking to the course each day. Love that. Uh, we played the old course, the new course, and then also Jubilee. Um, unbelievable. All I right. would, not, would not trade it for the world. All right, thanks for the call, Jim. Yeah, that's on my one of my I would love to do days. that. Are you're, you're, gonna, golf, you're, you're a golfer. Yeah, right? I am. We were going to golf in Hawaii uh, when we were there for our 50th state this February, and then there was like 50-mile-an-hour winds, and we had to cancel. I was so bummed. <laughs> hey, real quick, because you know, I'm on 49, and I'm, mm. Hawaii is my 50th. My wife and I were actually talking now about trying to get that 50th yeah, off the list. Yeah, you got to join 
Join me and uh, I might buddy Doug. Get, I might even get the 50 tattoo. Absolutely. I don't have any tattoos. I got, did I show you my 50 yeah, I tattoo? Yeah, I saw it on your arm yep. last time. Yeah. Oh, it's a good feeling, I want to. I want to get that 50th done. Got I did to. the other 49. Uh, we can get a couple more in before the break. Carl from Waukesha. Hey, Carl. Welcome to the show. Hi there. <laughs> How you doing? Good, good. Lost luggage. Oh, yeah. My wife at the time, we planned a, a bicycle packing trip in New Zealand. And uh, at the time, Republic Airlines allowed two pieces of luggage for free, and they considered both of the bike bicycle boxes pieces of luggage. So mm. we packed everything we could in there, took two pieces of luggage with us, and uh, they never made it across the, the sea <laughs> to New Zealand. <laughs> they, they stayed in L.A. and disappeared from there. You never got them yeah. back. Nope, never got them back. And Qantas was very, very nice. They said if we... Continue with your trip. If we find them, we'll fly them as close as we can to, to you. So we ended up renting a car and seeing the islands and uh, got back, and uh, nobody tracked down the bicycles ever again. <sighs> but he had, a good, he had a good Qantas experience. Thanks for the call, Carl. Qantas, if you, if you believe the movie Rain Man, never, mm-hmm. had, never had a plane crash. They haven't? No. Really? If you believe the movie Rain Man, which I do. Okay. Which is kind of dated now, but I think that's still true. Never Why? Had, did they say that in the movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I what if I Google it? And That's then... the only airline that Raymond, Tom Cruise's brother, will fly because they've never had a plane crash. Okay, I got to Google. <laughs> now I got now I got to Google it. All right, we're gonna switch topics. Cyber Monday was yesterday. Martin, what was the you had the most interesting deals or what was? Yeah, it? I, I found some pretty crazy products for Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals that uh, some of them might kind of blow <laughs> blow your mind that they even exist. Mm, now you've piqued my interest, and they call that a tease in the radio business. Martin Moore, Steve on WTMJ now. Martin Moore, my guest. One quick text, then we're going to switch gears here. Uh, back in 1999, my wife and I went to Hawaii. We were just talking about that. On our flight from the first island to the second island, our bag was lost. We How to... can you lose a God. bag on the island jumping? <laughs> we had to wait until the next day to get our luggage. So here we are in Hawaii in sweatpants eating supper. That's like That's a 35-minute flight. Yeah. And it's I don't and all it does is go like back and forth. <laughs> well, things happen. Yeah, I suppose. That's a cleaned-up version of what I usually say. <laughs> All right, so Cyber Monday happened. It was record sales. People are spending money like nobody's yeah, business. Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And no, it's nuts. I mean, and all... I didn't buy a single thing. I didn't either. No. Not and I, that seems to be the consensus. Everyone I talk to, it's sort of like the last Avatar movie. It it made, what, two, three, four billion dollars? I don't know, a single person who saw it. They well, Somebody s- saw it. <laughs> they set records with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and everyone I talk to, oh, did you buy anything? No, no. No, so who's who's buying all this? Somebody's stuff? buying stuff on Cyber Monday and Black Friday. They are. I bought nothing. You didn't buy anything? No, and especially these unique things you're going to tell us about. Oh, God. do you? Quick question: Do you wake up for Black Friday at like two a.m. and then no. go out? Are you shopping? kidding? Me? Did you ever used to do that? No. When you were a young, no, young buck, no, no. no. We, me and my I mom. don't like to shop. I hate shopping. Yeah. Why I wore the same outfit every day. Me and my <laughs> wife used to do that. We used to uh, wake up and it was like a tradition. And then once I hit like 35, 40 years old, I was like, nah. no, my wife did. She woke up at four, uh, three thirty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just, and she bought stuff. There's, there's a few things in life. I hate waking up at 2am mm-hmm. shopping and being around people. And so black Friday sort of is the culmination of those yeah, yeah, right. three things. Uh, and I absolutely hate it. <laughs> well, you don't have to now cause you can buy everything online. Exactly. And it's perfect. Almost it, everything. You, I'd say you could pretty much buy. Like, what couldn't you buy online? You can buy cars. You, so, did you know Amazon made a deal with Hyundai uh, next year, twenty twenty four? They're going to be start selling Hyundai's on Amazon. 
we're probably not going to get to it today. Maybe we'll do it next time you're on. Amazon is that Skynet company. Oh, God, yeah. Big time. And they're already getting close to that. Mm-hmm. I think they're already, they've already, their shipments, their packages, their business is bigger than FedEx and UPS yeah, combined they, they, already. They have a fleet of airplanes. <laughs> it's nuts. All right. You crazy, stuff. Stuff. crazy stuff. Crazy uh, stuff? Do we have enough time to get through these? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the one that really caught my eye, the first one, was this. I can't even pronounce this. It's T-R-S-M-I-M-A. Uh, it's a zipline kit for kids. It's on sale right now for Cyber Monday for 98 bucks. And if you're thinking, Martin, that a zipline for kids, that doesn't sound safe. It's it's a Look at this. I'll show it to you. It's this right here. Here's this little guy. He's okay, a it's of, a kit. It's a kit that the dad can put up. Whether okay, he knows, that seems unsafe. Whether he, Steve, we remember lawn darts. Oh, of course, sure. We, jarts, we, jarts. Mm-hmm. We banned those, right? I just played with them last summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get them? Hey, be careful. There could be. I have an old box. Authority, listening to this. Yeah, uh, they're still fun. They are fun. You can't even get them on eBay. I also jammed one in my leg when I was a kid. So, <sighs> so we banned we banned those. Yes, but this zip line for kids where dad takes a a piece of wire, hangs trees, it between some trees, strings a line, and then puts Junior on it and. Close your eyes. Don't put your hand in front, and then pushes the kid. How much you say that was? Ninety-eight bucks. No, it looks fun for the kid, but until the kid falls and breaks exactly, his skull I, I'm just shocked. And it's got like five star reviews. I couldn't believe it. Here's another one: the Power Up 4.0 remote controlled paper airplane kit. Fifty bucks. You know how much it costs to fold up a piece of paper and like throw an airplane? Zero. Zero dollars. Well, this is fifty bucks. It's it's got a little motor on the back. And then a remote control, and you can fly the paper airplane with your phone. Okay. First of all, we all pretty, like I could still make a paper airplane right now, even though I haven't made one in like twenty five years. Mm-hmm. I would never pay fifty dollars for that. You wouldn't pay fifty dollars? No. That? Again, I don't, I don't shop. I don't understand who wants to fly around a paper airplane for anything longer than a minute and a half. <laughs> all right, and people are buying this stuff. Hey, they are. That's how many, five star how many they sold? Uh, I could probably look, but it yeah. was thousands. Uh, last one. Can you see this? The Beard King Suction Cup Beer Bib Apron. I can't so for all that. the fellas that have like big old wild beards, which is definitely not me, imagine, ima- what does this look like? It looks like... It's like a baby thing. Yeah. It's like a, a thing that comes off your neck. It's a giant apron. Yes. And then it's got two suction cups on either end that you stick to the mirror, and then you just shave and everything falls in it so it doesn't... Oh, I see. That's yeah. functional, actually. It lo- I know, but could you imagine... Your wife walking in on you. It looks it looks weird. It, I wouldn't put it in the normal category. What does that cost? That is, it's only ten bucks. Only ten. It was bucks. one of the cheaper things. Last right. thing is this uh, giant massage chair. I should post all this on Twitter for everyone. This looks like the cockpit of like something that would be in like Starship or a SpaceX. What's thing. that go for? This is two thousand dollars. It's a full body massager. Have you ever seen the movie Wall-E? Yes. This looks like what everyone's floating around in. Yeah, yeah. All the. All right, we still got a chance. You can weigh in eight five five six one six one six twenty. The craziest Black Friday Cyber Monday purchase. We just gave you some weird ones. That beard thing is weird, but it's still only ten bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I take my if I had a beard, I might take a flyer on that because it, it is functional. Yeah. What I really want to hear from the listeners is: Do you do you buy? Do you go out in the morning and shop for that? Yeah. If you got a or, fun experience about that, because that that has declined. It's online. Yeah. It's killing it. Now. Or are, are, did you participate? Did you wake up and and you were had your coffee and at seven a.m. you were shopping on Amazon for for deals? Yeah. Tell us those stories. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. One more segment with Martin Moore after this on WTMJ now. Martin Moore, my guest. He is here every other Tuesday, eleven o'clock hour. We're talking about lost luggage earlier, and then Cyber Monday, Black Friday deals, and you, you were sharing the story, and I got a bunch of texts about this about people saying they weren't going out early in the mm-hmm. morning. 
And a lot of texters said the same thing. They just, they just it's not worth it anymore. No. And it was, I think it was kind of cold that morning, too. That, and, oh, that has something to do with it. Well, yeah, just being cold, being around other people. And for the most part, you can get just as good or better deals online in your pajamas. Yeah. And you don't have to be around a bunch of crazy people and, and be stuck in the... I've been in those lines. Or the texter that, that said, remember the, the uh, grown women beating the you-know-what out of each other over uh, Tickle Me Elmo dolls and Cabbage Patch dolls beanie and Beanie Babies. babies. And just racing in, just like letting a, like a herd of cattle just got loose. <laughs> so you're... Shopping experience. Yes. So you you have not bought anything for the holidays yet. No, I mean I I'm 43 years old. I have everything I need. The only people that we shop for are nieces and nephews. And to be honest, they're at the point where, like, I we don't know what to get them, so we just give them money and they go buy whatever they want, some game or I don't know. Where do you fall on? Like, I'm a big fan of gift cards. I like. Can we? Can I pontificate for a second? Yes. Go ahead. I don't understand. You have the mic. Why there's people that say gift cards are thoughtless gifts. In my opinion, you give me a Visa gift card, and my, the sky's the limit for, for my gift. I go to a restaurant. I can buy something on Amazon. The world I, is my store. Exactly. You give, you know, you buy me some some appliance that I don't have to use or I didn't ask for or some movie that I don't really want to watch. Like, I don't know what to do with it. It goes to goodwill. I'm a I big fan gift of gift cards. cards. Big Amazon gift card, Apple gift card, just a plain old my Visa gift card. My wife says it's lazy. No! It's perfect. You get you can treat yourself to whatever you want. Hmm. It's basically like Steve. If I gave you a hundred dollar bill, is there anything else better that I could give you? Would you rather me just get give you a hundred dollars and something else? Before you a go, <laughs> I'll take the hundred dollar bill yeah, too. Absolutely. Before absolutely. you go, I was I had the uh, the uh, a representative of Salvation Army in. Mm. They have a uh, of course the bell ringing for the holidays, mm-hmm. and she was telling a story about finding two dollar bills, and I said, "Was my friend Martin Moore one of those people?" Because you you still do that? Absolutely. I actually have to go to the bank. I have to go to the U.S. Bank uh, by Bayshore and, and get some. And I, you get fifty two dollar bills. I, I usually get about a thousand dollars worth of two dollar bills. Why? If they have it. Why? Two dollar bills, in my opinion, it's the best currency we've ever had, and we ever will have. The dollar's useless, just like the penny. Uh, it needs to die. It's worthless. You can't buy anything for a dollar. You and your wife go to a bar. You buy two drinks, $2 tip. You ha- traveling, and you know you the guy takes your luggage, $2 tip. Let's say you're at a really fancy bar. Drinks are 15 17 bucks a piece. Normally, you tip. You want to be a cheapskate. You tip a couple more dollars, end up being 4 or $5 tip. You give them a $2 bill. It's interesting. They've never seen it before, and they don't even think about the fact that you cheaped out. It's less money that you have to carry in your wallet. It's sort of clever. It's also the most, it has the signing of the Declaration of Independence on the back. It's the, one of the most beautiful bills ever created. Did you it, ever ask your teller if you're like the biggest consumer of the $2 I can bills? I guarantee I'm the big, biggest consumer of $2 bills. Sometimes if they don't have enough, I'll just bank hop and I'll just go get 50 bucks here, 20, whatever they have. And then I think that one of the realities is they're probably in better condition than any $1 bill. They're, they're usually freshly minted. It's yes. very rare that I don't get a, a stack that isn't. Like look like it just came out of the. So when you put together my Christmas stocking, I'll have. I like, can stuff it with two dollar bills. <laughs> they are. I mean, I'm telling you, they they are the greatest currency, and it, they light people's faces up. You give them to a bartender or a bellhop or something, and they're just like every time, like clockwork. Oh, a two dollar bill. I've never seen one of these, and it's just great. Give them to my nieces. Texter says the two dollar bill looks like a twenty sometimes in dark strip clubs. <laughs> oh, hey, sure, uh, that's innovative. You're still getting the value, but you're only only spending. And the, and the texture goes hint hint. Um, Somebody said they got a $199 basketball pole and basket for their back patio for $49.99. That's uh, a good deal. Amazon? Doesn't say. 
Third, this is a long time ago, pre-Amazon. Oh, gotcha. That's a good deal, though. That's how, worth going out and getting. How does one stuff that into the minivan? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's a problem. Because you know, often the stores back then would put them together. Mm-hmm. And we didn't all have trucks like we have trucks nowadays. No, the uh, an old GM truck or a, a Ranger back in the 80s and 90s looks very different to the monsters that we, that we see nowadays that tower over you. All right, we'll see you before the holidays. So yes. I'll say happy holidays, but we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'll probably have some, some holiday-themed topics. Absolutely. All right, back to your regular job. Yeah. Martin Moore, my guest, every other Tuesday right here on WTMJ. Now, 